0: Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to the Clock Dodgers podcast. I'm your host, Neil. I appreciate you for joining me today. I have a a great guest today, Elliot Christ, returning guest. So he's been on the podcast at least a few times at this point. Um, if you're not familiar with him, uh, he's a really good dude. He, if you're into fantasy football, NFL football, uh, college football, you know, scouting, all this kind of stuff, then you need to get familiar with him. If you're not into that stuff, it's still a great conversation because you guys know how I roll, right? No matter what field the guest is in, no matter what you know, no matter what journey they've been on, I'm not just trying to talk to them about that one topic, right? So Elliot has recently started a podcast. Uh, Elliot, you know, he, he he's, a, he's a grinder. He works hard as hell. Um, so he's on a lot of podcasts. He started his own podcast. And so we talked a little bit about that for at least the first half of the episode. We talked about, you know, Elliot's new podcast, you know, what he's been doing, the idea behind it, how he's had success with it all this kind of stuff, which I find super interesting. And it's something you don't get on other podcasts. Um, so if you're here for fancy football content, of course you'll get that. If you hear about hear about free agency and the NFL rookies and all this kind of stuff, you're going to hear about all that. But before you get to that, you're going to hear about um, the thought process and the creativity and all this great stuff that goes into the podcast and process. Uh, because it's not just as easy as get the person with you, Hit record, talk for 30 minutes to an hour, end it, and then throw it up. It's just not like that. Uh, so me and Elliot talked about that a little bit. Again, really good dude, hard worker, uh, just just super good all around. Uh, some some places to check him out. First of all, on Twitter, it's at Elliot Crist, E-L-I-O-T-C-R-I-S-T. That's Elliot Christ on Twitter. You can find him. Uh, he works with a lot of people. So he works with uh, the Power Hour DFS guys. Um, he, yeah, Of course, like I said, he has his draft daily pod. Which I highly recommend you go check out. Um, he has he he does some analysis work for PFF, um, which is Pro Football Focus. He also uh, writes some for uh, Dynasty Dynasty League Football DLF. So he does a lot of a lot of stuff. And like I said, he's a guest on a bunch of podcasts, um, and just really a respected dude. So it's always fun when Elliot joins. Um, Elliot appreciates everything that's um, that we're doing. It's it's a, it's a mutual respect, and so it's a lot of fun to have him on here. Uh, and just kind of kick it with him. Uh, obviously, before we get into that, uh, cloudodgers.com is the website. It's where you find all the all the articles that are being written, um, a lot of fancy football stuff. Speaking with some people about possibly writing some uh, more pop culture, uh, other sports, music, things like that. So we're trying to get more of those in the mix. If you know someone who's interested or you're interested yourself, please reach out to me. Um, definitely want to expand upon that and try to give... a. Uh, you know, get, get some more people's opinions out there, some more voices heard, however we can help out. Uh, of course, you know we have the new song of the day, new song of the week for the Cloud Address podcast. So we'll be uh, definitely shouting that out when you catch me on the other end of this episode, on the end, other end of the conversation. Uh, we'll talk a little more about the artist. That uh, song is being featured on this episode, which, of course, I always look forward to. So if you are an artist yourself or you know someone who makes music, uh, who appreciates their craft, it doesn't matter what kind of music it is. Um if it's good, it's good, you know? Uh and I'm just here with, with the music thing, I'm just trying to help people uh in any way. If if I can get their song to one new person that hasn't heard them before, and one new person who's gonna subscribe to their SoundCloud, or one new person who's gonna uh download their song and buy it on iTunes or Spotify, whatever it is, um, that's the goal here. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really cool thing we've started. It's been really effective, a lot of fun, uh, and it's been cool, you know, speaking with the artists, hearing, you know, hearing from them, reaching out to them. So again, if you know anyone who may be interested, certainly have them holler at me. Uh, I've been reaching out to some as well. So it's been a lot of fun. Uh, so again, big ups to the artists. You'll catch everything on that on the end of the song. Other than that, everything is good. Got a lot of big things in the work with Clock Dodgers, uh, brainstorming a lot of different things, testing out a lot of different things. And we just continue to grow and expand and have a lot of fun. And the Clocktoucher family just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And it's just amazing you know, have this many people around who um, appreciate what we're doing and want to be a part of this. So shout out to all of you. None of this is possible without you guys. I love you guys. It's amazing. It's a beautiful thing. Also, if you haven't already done so, please check out. My other project that I'm working on, that's the No Halftime podcast. Um, it's an all-sports podcast, so it's different from Clock Dodgers. Um, it's all sports. Literally, we cover everything from football, basketball, baseball, UFC, mixed martial arts type stuff. We talk about the Winter Olympics, as bad as it is uh, when it was going on. So we, we we literally cover all kinds of stuff. It's me, uh, Bruce, is with me a lot of times from No Halftime, and, and No Halftime itself is a daily fancy sports app uh, different, again, I I only like to do things with people who are innovators, with people who do things differently, uh, who don't try to, you know, fall in line, who don't try to, you know, follow the mold that somebody else laid out before them. I like people who do put a little twist on things, do it a little differently. Right. Um, and so that's what no halftime is. So if you guys can, it's super important to me and super helpful and, and super, uh, so much love, right? If you guys can go to No Halftime Podcast, if you have SoundCloud, it's on there, um, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, uh, and just hit subscribe. Hit subscribe. Listen to the episodes. I promise you'll enjoy it. Um, if maybe you're not into sports a lot, but you know others who are, shoot it over to them. You know, Show them a little love. Um, again, it's a important part of my process here, an important part of something that I'm being a part of. And I want you guys to be a part of it, too, just like you are with Clock Dodgers. So if you could do that, majorly appreciate it. But enough of this let's get to Elliot. Let's get to the conversation. Again, it was a great conversation. I had a lot of fun. Shout out to Elliot. He's, a lot, he's always, um, he's always, he's always dropping some great stuff on the podcast. So he's fun. He's fun to have on. He's a, he's a friend of the show. So it's a lot of fun, a lot of good stuff. I will catch you guys after the conversation and we'll catch up a little more on some other stuff. All right, let's go. <laughs>
1: play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot go with him. Can't do it. Play me. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We talking about practice. You are now locked in to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Clock
2: Dodgers Podcast.
0: Elliot, Chris, sir, how are you?
2: I'm doing fantastic, man. Um, well, almost 40 days to the NFL draft, just trying to grind out the days away. And we got March Madness tomorrow, so I might even take a couple – I'm lying if I say a couple days. I might take 24 hours off of thinking football for, for the
0: tournament. <laughs> yeah, man, it's been a little minute since you've been on the show here with us, but obviously you have a lot going on you know we have we both have a lot going on in our lives but you have started a new podcast which is taking up a lot of your time obviously which is the the draft daily pod how's that been going
2: it's been going really well man every day i try to break down a new prospect with a different guest we've had some fantastic people on there you know some people with less followers some people with more um last year i was the kind of guy that not that many people cared about and people gave me opportunities and i'm trying to do that for others as well at the same time you know trying to bring in the best people that I can get a hold of. I mean, from Evan Silva to Josh Norris to Sigmund Bloom to Mike Clay. We've had a lot of fantastic guests and really broken down a lot of prospects. I think we've done 45 podcasts so far, and the goal is to uh, see if we can get close to 100 before the draft and kind of create a full-on draft guide for people with the top prospects for both Dynasty and the NFL draft in general.
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty cool what you've been doing. I've been keeping an eye on you, and like you said, you've been dropping them like daily, and it's just been – you know, a lot of fun as far as, um, you know, as far as doing the podcast, when I think when you first came on here, you had just started kind of being a guest on podcast. You hadn't really, you know, stepped into it too much. So that's a big leap, you know, from a year, you know, to start doing this. And like you said, trying to create opportunities for other people and stuff. So it's really cool, you know, to see that growth so quickly. Um, as far as, you know, the, the, the podcast that you're doing, what made you decide to do that approach as far as like a, a player each episode, what made you decide to, to go that way?
2: So it's funny because I was actually talking to my girlfriend about this yesterday, and I I got a degree in marketing, then I worked in finance, and then I got a job in football. And it's kind of like, wait, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's the point of all that? <laughs> but then I realized that the thing that – I don't necessarily remember all the, the phrases for what I've learned in marketing classes were, but I realized that I apply a lot of those principles to the way I run my Twitter account and try to build my brand and all that stuff. And the thing that my marketing teacher taught me that made a lot of sense to me was that everyone tries to invent something and then sell it, right? Mm -hmm. That's the, I have this product, I'm going to sell it, da 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 The best way to do it is instead of trying to figure out what the product should be, figure out what the problem is. So, So to me, I looked at it and I was like, there's so many draft podcasts out there. And, you know, when people try to start new ones, it's really hard to get off the ground. But everyone's doing it the same way. You know, they're doing these hour podcasts. They're breaking it down by position group. Here, we're going to go over quarterbacks. Here, we're going to go over running backs. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do right. the same. One's going to try to do the same thing. So I was like, I, I'm i the kind of guy that likes some shorter podcasts too. And I really want to be able to learn about in-depth from different people and be able to get a kind of not just the. I don't want my draft knowledge to just come down from one person. So I was like, so what if I just did in-depth, Podcast for 15 to 20 minutes on different prospects and had a different guest on each day because there's no there's nothing else out there like that so i i saw a problem or and i I saw the problem is the wrong word but i saw an opportunity and saw something that people weren't doing and i I feel like that's the way you get the sports is a really difficult industry to crack but the way people tend to do it is they find something that people haven't done that's a a really cool way to bring people information and you know i've gotten a lot of positive response that my my Twitter following's grown a lot. I, I I've learned a lot from because each time I'm having a conversation with a different person about a prospect. And you know when you talk about a guy for fifteen to twenty minutes, you really need to know what you're doing. You can't right. really just kind of mess around. So it, it's it's really worked kind of on every level of of what I've wanted it to be.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, for, for me, obviously, you know what I'm doing here with clock Dodgers and, you know, for someone who appreciates the originality, the, um, to step in a direction that no one else has stepped in, you know, I appreciate the hell out of that. So seeing you do that was super cool because like you said, you know, there's so many podcasts doing the same exact thing. And it's like, it's hard to find a reason why you would listen to them even. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a weird thing. And that's not to knock nobody, but it's just, like you said, it it makes it harder to pick who to listen to, why to listen to them. But when you got something unique like you're doing, um, it's just, I I respect the hell out of it, man. So I just wanted to kind of bring that up. Um, Well, I
2: appreciate that, man. And then the other thing I try to do was I try to create fire intros and outros. Um, (laughs) And that I just stumbled upon figuring out how to do it. And then I was having so much fun doing it that I added it. And then now I get people tweeting me like, bro, I don't even listen to my playlist when I go to the gym. I just start all your podcasts up and don't even listen to the actual podcast. I just listen to the intros to get fired up for the next rep. And I was yeah. like, well, that's one way to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, see, that's the fun thing about podcasting is the creative side of it. Some guys don't really go that far into it, though. You know, they just talk, 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 and spit out a bunch of numbers and stuff. But when you have fun with it like that, it's when you find the most success. Well, I, I will say one thing, though. Um, when you're ready to discuss the players the Raiders draft and you want someone to just give you a very biased opinion, I'm here, man. Because I'm just gonna say they're all good. I'm not gonna have film to break down. I'm not gonna have stats. I'm just gonna say they were all great picks. So uh,
2: the the question is, how do you then fill that for 15 to 20 minutes if <laughs> all you're gonna be able to say is they're good <laughs> and great picks? But you you will be. It sounds like you got the the fan thing down, right? Yeah, I
0: got the fan thing down. I just gotta you know once they get picked, I gotta start doing some research and I'll make I'll make them all sound good. I'll make them all sound like great picks. That's what I'm trying to say here. So
2: It's hilarious when, you, uh, when the draft's over, right? Like, whoever, whatever team drafts Josh Allen, you're going to see fans pissed, yep. right? At night, they're going to be pissed. And the next day, that fan base is going to be like, but what about the upside? And by <laughs> the next night, they're going to be all in on this guy being the franchise quarterback no matter what, despite what they thought a few hours
0: earlier. 100% um as far as your podcast if for for anyone listening maybe who hasn't checked it out yet right say they're not fancy football fans or just football fans they don't know about it whatever the case is um if you can suggest one episode i know it's gonna be kind of hard for you but one episode that you suggest people to go check out to get a full you know feel on what you're doing um that you think will get them hooked what's one episode you would throw out there maybe a favorite of yours that you had or something
2: uh the saquon barkley episode the second one with graham barfield was a lot of fun because there's a lot of stuff he's been a very highly debated prospect people have talked about him going first overall Graham barfield and i talk about why you can't just look at him as a running back on the importance of receiving in the nfl in general mm-hmm. the intro is my best work that i've done and you know i i'm really passionate about him and I, I get pretty fired up there's there's a few other episodes if you don't if you want a more brand view like How much should metrics matter I I would check out the Mike Clay episode That's a really good one where he kind of gives a more broad overview of the draft in general instead of an individual player But the the goal is basically, you know If you if you listen to any one of them, you you should kind of want to check out the other ones But if I pick one to sell on it would be the Saquon Barkley with uh, Graham Barfield.
0: Perfect Um, What is and again, I'm a little I'm a little different man So I know you're used to all the football questions being slammed. I'm not I'm not hitting you with those yet, man Um, Something that you've learned since doing your podcast
2: Ooh, there's been a lot of things I've learned. I'll tell you, the first time I did a podcast, I had uh, JR on. Um, you can follow him on Twitter. What is it? I think J. Reed. I don't want to mess that up, but it's... Uh, yeah, Jay Reed, Draft Scout, a good friend of mine. Um, and he comes on my podcast, and I can hear him and talk to him, but Audacity is only picking up one of our voices, and whatever I do, it won't pick up the other one. And I was like trying to watch YouTube videos and figure everything out. And then turns out I just had to click one button on voice meter. I had <laughs> A filled in when A was not supposed to be filled in. And everything's worked out from then. But, you know, you learn a couple things. I think one, talking to so many different people and having so many people come on from different backgrounds, you know, from pro football focus to combine stuff to film to metrics to whatever it is, there's so many different ways to think of things. And you want to try to have the biggest open mind as possible um the other thing is you know being a guest on a podcast is very different than being a host You know, when you're a guest yeah. like you have me on so i talk right as a host you're kind of more steering the conversation mm-hmm. and the first couple episodes i didn't quite bring the passion that i'm i maybe would have wanted to because i was trying to feel out that that difference so i, I would say I, I learned to have a more open mind i, I learned how to you know, interact with people of all different mindsets. I learned how to do all this Audacity podcast. Uh, I think it improved my creativity as well with trying to come up with different intros and stuff like that that involve songs that describe play, a player's game as well as like, uh, audio highlights of players and try to get you excited when you, when you turn on the podcast too. Um, you know, just how to, how to have a conversation where you can disagree with someone without offending them You know, where it's not like, oh, this guy came on my podcast and he's just going to rip my takes. And be able to have a conversation where at the same time you're not just interviewing them, you are able to to be passionate and show, share your opinions as well.
0: Lots of stuff, man. Yeah. It's very cool. And like I said, I'm happy that you're on that side of it now as well. Not just the guest side. Um, well, as far as your podcast, it being obviously it's, you know, draft focused and rookie focused. Will you be doing, I mean, you may, maybe you haven't decided this yet, but will you be doing this year around? And if so, like, how are you going to do that? What's like your future plans or is that a secret? I don't want to dig into secrets if they're secrets, man.
2: No secrets. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right, no, right now it's just plan to go through the draft. Okay. And then we'll see where it, it it goes from there I'll probably do a couple episodes after the draft recapping it mm-hmm. um but yeah for the most part maybe fire it up again next year and every everything really depends on where i'm at in life and the response i get on right. everything but absolutely. it's been it's been a really positive but doing a daily podcast is is a ton of work absolutely it's uh i'm not quite sure i realized just how much it went into it because in my head i was like just 20 minute podcast man that's gonna take <laughs> 20 minutes out of my day that's not gonna be a big deal but then between booking guests and following up and setting up everything and then you know each player i have to do at least two hours of prep work on and then i was doing the gift threads to match up with them and then you do all the podcast editing and then you're searching for songs and then you're doing audio highlights and it's just
0: yeah
2: all a 20 minute podcast becomes four hours of the work and you know it's I, so to answer your question, right now it's just it's gonna end with the draft. Maybe I'll do my own thing after that. That's a little bit different. On um, but uh, it, 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 there's a good chance it fires back up next year for next year's draft because people have really liked it and it's been like a unique thing that people have k- kind of just said that you know th- this is where I get my information now and that, that that's an awesome feeling as someone that's doing
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely more than people expect before they get into it. Whenever someone asks me like, Hey man, what do I need to start a podcast? I'm like, well, I can tell you what you need, but I I wouldn't go like balls deep right away. Unless you know, like, this is really what I want to do. Like give it a test run or something. You know what I mean? Because like you said, there's so much more that goes into it than just a conversation recording the 30 minutes or the hour. Um, you know, and if you got, like you said, you're a guest on a lot of podcasts. I have two podcasts. I, you know, I host a no halftime podcast too. So it's like, you know, juggling is a lot, man, not to mention life. You know, if you have a job, family, all that crazy stuff. So it's definitely uh, it's definitely a lot of work. And again, that's that's part of your credit to you, though, is the, is the work ethic you put into it. You know what I mean? Um, so as far as, you know, it, it, let me ask you this. Is there all, all the podcasts that you go on, all, all the guest appearances, your own podcast, you know, guests are on there with you. Is there one question, and there may not be, but is there one question or player or topic that nobody asks you, but that you wish they would?
2: Ah, uh, that's a tough one.
0: Is there is um, there is there a question like or a player you're like I hope they bring this guy up? Please
2: bring this guy up,
0: and they don't. You know what I mean?
2: Um, I can't. I mean, this year it's it's the Barkley and Watson stuff, but and last year was the Watson stuff. But for the most part, I mean, people people I've kind of built my brand and make people aware of my thoughts, and people want me to say them on the show, right? But there, I mean, there's a certain there's a couple people on Twitter that if they had me on their podcast, I would really like to discuss things because when I've tried to, they kind of shut it down or change the subject and not really trying to engage in in a conversation. And I I would love a couple opportunities there, but for the most part, man, I like I kind of tell people I'm an open book and I get thrown random stuff all the time. And Mm -hmm. you know, it can be a podcast like this where we're sitting down and talking about stuff. I've sat down and the I really enjoyed one where I got asked about my process in general and kinda the best way to start off by trying to learn about people. I think I think I wish more people sat down and talked about how they watch tape as opposed to just saying, I watch this guy, I'm right. Right, right, just right. Think, or and I wish people would, would would shut up with the scouting terms, man. Like <laughs> you I think you're trying to sound a little bit smarter than maybe you are and like I, I know that people are taught scouting terms I know scouting terms But if you're trying to reach a, a wide audience and talk to people I think talking over people's head is is a mistake So I, I wish people would one kind of just talk more basic football because everyone can understand that right and it it creates a better conversation and two. I, I wish people talked more about how they're watching film like and I don't mean like whether they're watching it on dra- draft breakdown or all 22 or you know what I'm saying or YouTube or whatever right. it is I, I mean like okay so when I'm watching a guy th- these are these are this is what I'm looking for you know what I mean right I wish more people did that as opposed to I watched him you're an idiot if you don't agree with me
0: right No, I totally understand what you mean and, and, and you can say that even for the metrics guys right because sometimes I'll see an article or I'll hear a podcast and I'm like do I have to get a math degree to understand what's going on here? Do you know what I mean? Like it almost seems that way, and it's and it's the same way with film, like you said. You, you want to make it human, right? As as normal and human as you can.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And those metrics guys, they put in a ton of work. Yeah. The and I this is one thing I've I've tried to really appreciate is that you know there's a ton of work, and I understand if like if you put a month into something and someone started questioning immediately, you you probably you might naturally get defensive of it too, mm-hmm. but. You know, whenever you put something out there for the public, you need to be able to discuss it and talk about context and talk about, you know, what just because this is one way doesn't mean that it's always this way. Right. Um. And then uh, I, I feel like some of these charts you look at, I sometimes I just look at them like I have this is too much.
0: Yeah, that's what like, I mean. That's what I mean by like, do I need a degree to look at this?
2: All over the place with thirty lines going on, and it's like it's a heat map and all this stuff, and you're just kind of like. I, I don't know what this means. Um, I, I think sometimes, I don't want to say dumbing down the information, but making the information very presentable and your argument very presentable is very helpful as opposed to trying to go over people's heads.
0: Yeah, 100% agree. And again, this is not a knock on any side of it. I'm just saying that, you know. Right, I'm not I, trying I, I, to attack I, I, yeah.
2: the person. There's a lot of people that do fantastic work. And I, I just mean that in general, I think explaining your process and making it easy to understand is something I wish people did more consistently.
0: 100%. I totally agree with you on that. Um, all right, man. I guess let's move on to some football really quick. Um, you know, So for those who came for the fantasy football, the NFL draft, the free agency, this is where we're at. <laughs> okay. So I want to do these things a little bit differently. You know, you know how I am, man. I want to throw things at you a little differently. So what I want to do is I'm going to name some rookies. Maybe I'll name five or six of them, whatever. Um, and I want you to kind of just give me three words that come to mind that either describe the player... I, I kind of want you to give me three words that describe, like, the fantasy football outlook you feel for them, if that makes sense. Um, so I'm just, just three words, not – I don't want you to go crazy in depth. So just three words if you could do that. If you only come up with one, that's fine too, <laughs> okay?
2: Okay. All let's right, so
0: let's go with Baker Mayfield.
2: Star, superstar.
0: Superstar. Superstar,
2: fantasy- accurate, poise.
0: Gotcha. That make, okay. And he's rising up a lot of people's, you know, boards here, so it makes sense. Um Sony Michelle.
2: Um explosive, pass blocker, receiver.
0: Pass blocker. A lot of people don't expect that, right? Um Lamar Jackson.
2: Explosive, high ceiling, inaccurate. Interesting.
0: Let's go with Calvin Ridley.
2: Route running Route running savant age and contested catch concerns. That's too many words. Sorry. <laughs>
0: that works. Uh the last one. Let's go with uh the this entire class of tight ends.
2: Um, three good and a bunch of dudes. <laughs>
0: Got it. Got it. That there we go. That that sums them up real quick, right? You're not used to having to break them down that e- that short, huh?
2: <laughs> no, no, that's honestly like if you would have said one word, I think it would have been easy. Uh, I was trying to think of like Lam- with Lamar Jackson, like explosive. Like he's an amazing athlete. He's 110 percent a quarterback. He's so talented in so many ways. He is inaccurate. He needs to fix his, fix his footwork. I just think it's really interesting what, what Twitter's done with him. Basically, is that if you Challenge any thought process on him, right? And I really like Lamar Jackson. I think that it's one of those situations where if you challenge any thought process on him, like if you say he's inaccurate, all of Twitter comes after you. And it's just – it's insane how how he's built up this defense system where you can't acknowledge that he has flaws in his game.
0: Let me ask you this. That's, that's an excellent point that you made. Let me ask you this. Is that the Deshaun Watson effect? Is it because so many people doubted Deshaun Watson and you were on the other end of that, right? Um, I was on the other end. I believed he was going to be a success for other reasons as well—leader, all that kind of stuff. But do you feel that so many people were wrong, or feel burned by doubting Deshaun Watson, that now they're tying themselves to Lamar Jackson?
2: Um, no, I think it's a little bit different. I okay. think that I think basically a lot of big media people talked about him being a wide receiver mm-hmm. and people made it a race related issue Mm -hmm. and I think there are a lot of people that want to kind of prove they're not racist okay Uh, almost where it's like you know because a lot of people that get most offended by the Lamar Jackson takes are white guys where they're really trying to be like you know I have no issues with Lamar Jackson he's a quarterback and it's like yes he's a quarterback and that's awesome, and you should definitely say that. But it's also okay to say he has flaws. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that Twitter is trying to overcorrect big media. I don't think it's necessarily because of Deshaun Watson because Watson was never told to move to court, uh, to wide receiver. Right. I think it's more trying to overcorrect the history of saying that certain guys should move positions where maybe they shouldn't. And then it's a big – I think there's a lot of racial uh, stuff behind it as so well. So
0: you think this is a fantasy football version of I have a friend that's black?
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. The uh, Yeah. that I have a friend that's black is the funniest way to say that I'm not racist. <laughs> all uh, right. I have a black friend who said it's okay to like Lamar Jackson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is hilarious. Makes sense. It's hilarious. I like it. Um, all right. So let's go into some topics really quick. Um, just kind of random questions, rookie topics, NFL questions in general. Um, who is one rookie on offense and one on defense entering the league this year that you feel like we're not talking about as much as we should be?
2: Uh, on offense, it's Kiki Cutie, a uh, wide receiver from Texas Tech. He's an explosive slot receiver that kind of really gets vertical, great ball skills, like a running back with the ball in his hand, can really be a playmaker on offense. Not quite the athlete Tyree Kill is, but he has that kind of explosion to his game. On defense, people are talking about him, but I don't think people are talking about him enough. The kid Denzel Ward from Ohio State mm-hmm. is so good, man. He's Marshawn Lattimore 2.0. Like, he's, he's he's really good. Like, you know how we keep, people keep mentioning the, the four blue chip guys are Quentin Nelson, Saquon Barkley, Minka Fitzpatrick, and Bradley Chubb. I would put Ward comfortably ahead of both Minka Fitzpatrick and Bradley Chubb.
0: Wow. Wow. Interesting. That's interesting. He's a guy that so he, paper, know, I see
2: you are guy that people aren't high enough on. It's yeah. a fair way to do it.
0: He's he's a guy that I do see, you know, mocked to the Raiders a lot.
2: You would good yeah. Pa-
0: pairing him with Conley, imagine that. That'd be pretty cool, right?
2: That would that's, <laughs> those Ohio State corners too, man. I swear yeah. they don't bust. <laughs> that
0: would be very cool. Well, we'll see where he goes, and that that's, a, that's a, I like that. Um, who is uh, a rookie that people are down... Let me do it two ways. You can pick one or the other. A rookie that people are down on that they should stop whining about or a player that people are high on that you would think they are high to be so high on this player?
2: Oh, I think people are too down on Saquon Barkley. Interesting. Um, I just think he's... Because right now... Honestly, it's changed in the last couple of weeks. But if you would ask me two weeks ago, I would have been Saquon Barkley because so many people on Twitter were saying he's not running back one, and people were talking about his pat. People don't talk about his pass catching ability, and that's the value of a running back in general. So if I could fix one thing where people are quote unquote high for their evaluation, it's if you don't value running back catching passes, and I don't mean dump offs. I mean the ability to make him a weapon like a McCaffrey or Camara in today's NFL. Then you're literally scouting and evaluating evaluating positions like it's not 2018. Um, I think people are too high on Kalen Balaj. That's a name. A lot of people talk. as a sleeper. He's a much better athlete than football player. His vision is terrible. He doesn't really know where he's going. Um, I think you could almost switch positions with him to a wide receiver because that's his best trait. And then you said you want a guy that people are too low on. Yeah. Um, I'll throw Calvin Ridley. Calvin really's began so much hate because he of his comments He has. You know, his three-cone wasn't terrific, but he looked so smooth in drills, and his film was amazing. And people keep throwing out the production stuff, and then people post, like, a video where he's open downfield five times and can't get it, or they talk about his contested catch rate. Like, most of his contested catches weren't in situations where he had 10 yards of separation and had to come back to the football. I think it's a a situation where basically – People are knocking a guy because he's not good at something that's not part of his game. You know what I mean? Like, he's a route runner who makes plays after the catch who's a big play guy down the field. He's not going to win. You're not throwing him contested catch jump ball situations, asking him to go over the middle and catch the ball in traffic. That's not his game. Right. So I don't understand why people are harping on those issues as much. And I really think it's because, you know, he weighed in under 190. Well, he's 189. I'll live. (laughs) We we wanted him to run run 4-4 flat. He ran, what, 4-4-3? I th- I really think it's okay. I th- I think the age stuff I get, but at the end of the day like he's an incredibly developed receiver with elite route running skills that people are people are really down on right now and I think that's a mistake.
0: Gotcha. Perfect. Um teams trending up and teams trending down since free agency started.
2: Bears up, Dolphins down. Those are easy. Easy ones. Easy easy.
0: Um okay, speaking of Browns, uh, speaking of the Bears. Browns, Bears 49ers, which team do you think made the biggest improvements as far as next season, the upcoming season, like record wise or playoff chances? Which one do you think made the biggest jump? Will make the biggest jump? The Bears. The Bears?
2: One, because they got a new coach and they're going to run like a college style system. Two, they got all their players where they compliment each other very well from burn and Shaheen to Allen Robinson with Taylor Gabriel and they get Cam Meredith back and then you add in. With Howard and Cohen and what they can do, and Trubisky taking the leap in the second year, like I think the Browns improved. But I and I really like Landry. T- Taylor's a fine quarterback, but you know they 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 still have they the left tackle they got's not very good. They lost Joe Thomas. Um, Josh Gordon and Corey Coleman are are both question marks much more than they are answers. And I think the 49ers' biggest improvement was last year with Jimmy G. So I, I would say Bears have I think Bears could go from like a four win team, what when they won five games this mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. to like a nine or ten win team and make the playoffs. Wow,
0: nice. Yeah, there's a lot of things to be excited about there. And then you got guys like Meredith coming back, right? Who who
2: knows? Exactly.
0: Man, it's gonna be fun.
2: Exactly. You got you got Meredith who's a vertical threat. You got Robinson who's great in contested catch situations. You got Gabriel who's an exclusive player underneath with two tight ends and two running backs that can do a bunch of different things. And a young quarterback that really flashed last year.
0: Interesting. It's going to be fun. So do you believe in Trubisky taking the next jump with this guy?
2: Yeah, I I think – I don't think he's going to have quite this level of success, but with the new coaching staff and Hersley's coming from Oregon, they're going to have a lot of easy throws for him. I think he's one of those fantasy dynasty buys that you really go after right now. Not quite on the Wentz level, but in terms of a year one to year two jump, I think we start talking about him next year as like a really good quarterback.
0: Makes sense. All right, um, let me see. i got two more that I want to really ask here before we jump into something else. Um, As far as – prediction mode if you had to get crazy here do you have a draft day shocker that you could see happening
2: uh four quarterbacks in the top five with three trades Ooh. wow
0: that would be a shocker that'd be a shocker. so
2: i think you can write down sam Darnold's name number one overall in ink
0: that makes sense see a lot of people were saying barkley but you say you can't pass on the quarterback, right? For the not I don't
2: think Berkeley was ever a thing. I, th- I think the only, I think basically the Giants got a lot of hype. The, you always got to check this stuff too with smoke, and we're talking March fourteenth, right? right? Like the, <laughs> this, this idea that teams, the only thing a team would decide on is a quarterback. So I think you can write Darnold's name down. I think the Giants may trade back specifically to the Bills, who have all this draft capital, who want to come up for Rosen or Allen. I think the Jets would probably jump the. The four spot because of the Dolphins and um, the Broncos wanted to get up. They need to jump those teams to get Baker Mayfield. I could see, you know, the then you got the Browns sitting there. Maybe they take Barkley at that point, and then you got the the Broncos at five taking the fourth best quarterback. After that, probably Josh Allen. So if I had to predict it right now, I would say that it's Darnold one to the Browns, two to the Bills, Josh Rosen. Three to the Jets, Baker Mayfield. Four to the Browns, Saquon Barkley. It even though I actually say that, but Carlos Hyde's there, so maybe I don't. I maybe Denzel. You know, I'm going to go Denzel Ward four to the Browns and five to the uh, Broncos, Josh Allen. So Denzel Ward, the first non-quarterback off the board.
0: Wow interesting that's super interesting big difference big separation from all the little you know mocks and stuff that you see out there so that's a definitely a a shocker compared to what everybody is predicting um as far as obviously i'm a big fan of dynasty drafts and dynasty fantasy football i know you are as well um let's say it's a startup rookie draft just kind of put scoring and roster requirements aside as, as much as we can here but who are like the top three rookies you want to have on your team in a dynasty draft if you were starting it today
2: uh, Barkley is far and away 101. Geis is 102. Michelle, for me, is 103. And then if you're going to make it a super flex thing, I'm I'm really targeting um, Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson because of Jackson's running upside. I think that, that could just absolutely – that could break fantasy football. You know, if you're talking about a guy that's taking – 12 carries a game and he has a hundred rush yard upside and his explosiveness in the open field. And you kind of basically you get a Mike Vick opportunity. I, I would, I would be all over that if, if I could. Be. So you
0: really feel that about Jackson as far as his, you think his impact is going to be that big? Like, so so do you see like Deshaun Watson type of effect in fantasy football?
2: I think that Lamar Jackson has all the tools to develop into a really good quarterback. And in the meantime, he can be a really good runner and he's going to be able to win He's go- he's going to throw good deep balls. He needs to work on his accuracy. I think he's really good at attacking zone, which you know quarterbacks that run see more zone than anybody else. So I think that'll really help him. He throws with good anticipation. His accuracy is just a major issue, which is going to lead to more running situations for him where he pulls the ball. So and we've seen this with a bunch of quarterbacks in the past that they don't even necessarily have to be great playing quarterback if they're running the football to be very good fantasy players. Right. Absolutely. So like his ceiling becomes incredibly high because or his floor and ceiling becomes incredibly high with that. And if he does work on his base and and fix some of these accuracy issues, then he could be a really good NFL quarterback. Gotcha.
0: All right man, let's go ahead and jump over to Fowler No Foul and then get you out of here. Um Foul or no foul, obviously, for anyone who is unfamiliar with the show, is new to the show, whatever the case may be, I'm going to throw statements at Elliot. Um, whether he feels, if he feels the statement is true, then there's no foul. He sees nothing wrong with the statement. He's good with it. If he feels like there's something wrong, he doesn't agree, doesn't like it, then it's a foul. He's throwing a flag on the play. It's no good to him. Um, and this is, you know, making his triumphant return. I haven't done a foul or no foul in a while. So um, let's do a quarterback edition of this. All right, Elliot. Um, first statement for you. AJ McCarron, he started four games, I believe, with the Bengals, right? Um, and that's counting the playoffs. He signed with the Bills today, and he will start less than four games this season. Foul or no foul. Oh.
2: Uh, no foul. Less yeah. than four games. I think whoever they draft, they're gonna they're gonna make the starter real quick. Gotcha. They didn't parent so bad, man.
0: Yeah, so. I, think, I think, you know, he, he fought his way out of the Bengals, obviously, because he didn't want to be behind Andy anymore. But do you think he thought there was going to be, like, a better market for him?
2: I think 100%. I, thought he th- I think he thought he was going to land a starting job.
0: And, and as of right now, you he, don't think he will? True. <laughs> Perfect. All right, uh, the next one, and I've seen you tweet about him a bunch. Um, here's the statement. Case Keenum now in Denver will not pick up where he left off in Minnesota. Foul or no foul? no foul no i think foul. i
2: did that right right like yeah he's, he's no listen give me the four-year sample size of terrible play as opposed to the eight game sample size of good play i mean i was joking i always joke with my friend last year where i said you know he's like how far can the vikings go and i was like they can go far man but eventually case Keenum's gonna be case keenum and there he was in philadelphia and in the second half of the new orleans game playing like the old case keenum we all knew so that's how i feel do
0: you think he'll finish the season as a starting quarterback i'm guessing no
2: Depends on who they if they draft Josh Allen, yes.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Next quarterback question. Um similar to the to the last one. Uh Alex Smith can repeat his Kansas City success in Washington. Foul or no foul.
2: I think he can be good in Washington. I don't think he'll I mean he was basically he was borderline NFL MVP conversation this year. So
0: Right. So foul. You don't think yeah. he has a chance.
2: That's that's tough, but I don't want it but I don't want it to sound like I don't think he can do anything in Washington.
0: Yeah. Like some of the weapons there for him?
2: Yeah, I, I just think that Crowder makes a lot of sense for him. If Reed's healthy, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I think Hill really opened up a lot of what he was able to do, and Washington doesn't really have that right now. I mean, right. they, so they did decide Paul Richardson, though, right?
0: Yes, they um, did. And they have Chris Thompson coming back from the injury. I should help.
2: Um, and they have Josh Doxson. So, like, his weapons are, are pretty good. I think he can be good. I just don't think he's going to be that great player he was last year.
0: That's fair. All right. Uh, last one for you. By the end of season, Teddy Bridgewater will be your Jet starting quarterback, foul or no foul?
2: He better be the starting quarterback by the beginning of the season. So.
0: <laughs> I've seen you um, ranting on the internet about it, man. I've seen you going crazy on Twitter. Josh McCown, you're not happy, right, man?
2: I don't understand why you bring back a 39-year-old quarterback for $10 million when you sign a 25-year-old quarterback and you're going to draft a rookie. Yeah. And then I hear people like, why would you sign Teddy Bridgewater if you're going to get a rookie too? Like, shouldn't the rookie just start? And I'm like, bro, if you you draft a rookie and Teddy Bridgewater comes up and he lights it up and he's amazing for you and you have a 25-year-old quarterback who's amazing, that works out too.
0: That's a great problem to have. (laughs)
2: Right. But if Josh McCown comes in and you start four and three and you just ride out with Josh McCown, Teddy Bridgewater never sees the field and the other guy never sees the field, whoever it is, man that's a disaster situation. i just I don't get and people tell me as a coach on the field i I just I'm not paying ten million dollars for a quarterback coach like that's right. not what the going rate is I just so I guess what no foul with Teddy Bridgewater starting for the Jets.
0: yeah, and you're clearly frustrated about that, but as far as the jets in general, so far, I mean I know it's super early, but are you are you feeling good about what they've been doing? Are you not happy? How do you feel just in general with what they've been doing so far?
2: So I really like the Teddy Bridgewater signing. I don't like the Crowell signing, even though it's not for a lot of money. So people keep telling me, like, you need to calm down. I just don't – I don't think Crowell is very good. I think it's a good running back class. I think you could have gotten a better player for cheaper than Crowell. I I really like the uh, Tremaine Johnson signing. He's an excellent press corner and press man corner, and they do a lot of that. So I think that's really good. Avery Williamson is better than Demario Davis, so I think that's really good. And if they add Tyron Matthew, which, you know, him and Jamal Adams are having a lot of fun on Twitter as we speak about it, I think you could have a really good secondary with Matthew in the, the slot with Tremaine Johnson, Jamal Adams, and Marcus May. And you could, have, you could actually have a defense worth turning on the television to watch, even though the offense is probably going to be garbage, but... You know, you miss out on Kirk Cousins, but there's definitely a couple guys worth getting excited over.
0: Absolutely, so 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 a little bit of a you know upside and some some things, but only so only McCown really has you down. Correll, you know, like you know the money is, makes it kind of moot point for you, but um, they're definitely doing some interesting things. A lot better than my Raiders, who have done absolutely nothing. So I can't really <laughs> you know give you any crap about it. Um, Elliot, I know you're a busy guy. I appreciate you for joining me today. I do have one thing. Um, We do recommendations on this show, right? I always ask the guests, give us a recommendation. So it's something I enjoy. You can recommend literally anything you want. So I know you're a guy who likes to travel. It could be a place you think people should visit. It could be a product you recommend, uh, a meal people must try, literally whatever you want, man. So what would be one thing you want to recommend to people listening right now?
2: Uh, For all those things, I would say go to Austin, Texas, man, for the food, for the the good times, for the music, for the... For whatever, I mean, Austin, Texas, might be one of my favorite places on earth. So, if I had to suggest one place to travel, it'd be Austin, Texas.
0: I've been hearing a lot of good things about Austin, Texas, man. Yeah, I hear a lot no, of good things.
2: No matter what you like, you can find in Austin, Texas.
0: Sounds, sounds like it's a good cheap. recommendation to me. Um, it's cheap. It's cheap. You said
2: it's cheap and amazing. It's it's kind of it's it's a it's I don't even know what to call it, but it's awesome. <laughs>
0: I think you just sold it, man. Cheap and amazing. I think you kind of hit both the biggest points. Um, For those who want to pick your mind some more, debate with you, whatever it is following this episode, where do they find you first on social media, on Twitter?
2: Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Elliot Crist, E-L-I-O-T, C-R-I-S-T.
0: Okay. And the podcast, where do they find the podcast? What do they do? How do they support what you're doing, man?
2: Uh, It's on iTunes, Google Podcasts. Play and Stitcher. I always call it Google and Stitcher Play. <laughs> it's on uh, iTunes, Google, and Stitcher. I think it's actually on a couple other places as well that I'm not currently aware of because someone asked for it so they could set it up on some places. So I'm not even sure about that. But it's all on, it's on all the big ones, and you just search Draft Daily and it should pop right on up. Or uh, it also has a Twitter account called the at it's at Draft Daily Pod.
0: Perfect. There you go. So you guys know where to find them. You know how to support them. Definitely go check out his podcast, Elliot. You're a great dude, man. I appreciate you. You're one of the good guys in the industry, man.
2: <laughs> I really the- appreciate that, man. This is these are always fun. I, I love foul or no foul. I love that. No matter how many times I play this game, I, I never know whether to say foul <laughs> or no foul. I, <laughs> I, no, the the questions in the background, and how it's a different show each time, and you know it's not just the same. Thing. and you know it's a lot of what i try to do too like you inspired me so i really appreciate you having me on man you're a good dude
0: of course i appreciate it man now go ahead i don't want you to get in trouble go ahead get off of here and uh, i'll talk to you next time man
2: awesome brother thank you have a good night man later you too
0: again big shout out to elliot thank you again for coming on the show my friend you're welcome back anytime i told you guys it was a great conversation right right i promised you in a unique interesting way as always with clock dodgers we are not here to fit your niche. We are not here to fit your normal trends. We do things a little differently, and it's been a fun. It's been fun doing so, and we'll continue to do so, no matter the haters, no matter the doubters. The support outweighs all of y'all, so it doesn't matter. All right, so that that was fun. Again, guys, support Elliot. Give him a shout out. Reach out to Elliot on on Twitter. Let him know you heard him on the podcast and you enjoy the conversation. Whatever the case may be, go subscribe to his podcast. Again, I do this to have the opportunity to connect with people, have great conversations with people, find interesting things, funny things, learn a little bit, support others. So all I ask is that's the cloud out your way. So if you guys can just do that, reach out to him, let him know you appreciated him on the show. That'd be greatly appreciated. Um other than that, you guys know the deal. CloudOutters.com is where you find everything if you're interested in some merch. We got um, got a couple of beanies left on there with the dope new logo on it. We got some wristbands. We will have shirts coming soon. I know a lot of people keep asking about the shirts. We will have shirts coming soon, I promise you. Um, just working out the uh, working out some kinks on that, but it'll, it'll be set up soon. Uh, other than that, guys, I think that's really it. I want to go ahead and get to the uh, artist of the week that we're featuring here in the podcast which is, and I, and I hope I'm saying this right, but boof boys, boofy, if you're looking for him on SoundCloud, which for me has been the easiest way to find all his music. It's B O O F B O Y Z B O O F Y. If you just search that, you'll find him. hails from Connecticut. Interesting style, different style. Uh, Again, guys, I say it every time you guys know how I roll here with these, with these artists. Um, I am playing the song because I like with, I like it. I see either immense talent, um, ton of potential, whatever the case may be. um, I rock with it. There's also the aspect that you got to appreciate an artist grinding, hustling, reaching out. They see a tweet or an Instagram post or whatever it is where they listen to the podcast and they hear me talk about this and they reach out, they send their music, um, they connect, we network. You got to respect that because there's a lot of artists who won't do that. Right, either they don't believe in themselves, they don't feel, you know, they feel too big for that. They're just waiting for their little uh, hit that someone comes across their song and, and picks them up somehow. Um, so I respect the artists who reach out to me. So if your song hasn't been played yet, um, it's either because I just don't think it fits right now with what we're trying to do, or I just haven't gotten to it yet. All right, so I promise if you sent music, I'm I'm trying to get to them all. Um, I'm gonna try to do a couple more episodes a week where I can share the songs on there, so that way we can knock out a few more maybe. Uh, But again, shout out to Boof. I'm just going to call him Boof. It's easy for me. Uh, And again, go check out his SoundCloud. It has a lot of good songs on there. But the song we're going to play today is actually called Designer. So Boof Boys, Boofy, Designer. Uh, Go ahead and check it out on SoundCloud. That's where you can find it. I'll have a link in the description of this podcast. So if you're on cloudodgers.com, if whatever podcast app you're using, you should be able to find and click actually the link right there. Uh, to get to his song and more of his songs so big shout out to you big shout out to everybody who's listening for him representing for him supporting him that's what we got to do guys that's what we're here for that's part of the cloud dodgers mindset the community what we're trying to build here we're a family if you're listening now and you like boofy's music um please go support him and if you want your music played on here just holler at me we'll we'll talk about it we'll see uh we'll see if it fits the vibe all right okay guys i'm out next episode will be coming soon i love you guys Please, if if you're new to the podcast, the only thing I ask, even if you're just listening to this right now, just for this song, just to hear Designer, right? If you appreciate what we're doing, hit the subscribe button. You don't even understand how much that means. So it's no different than going and giving my boy Booth here um, some plays. You know, go to his SoundCloud page and show some love. Um, So hit subscribe, follow him too, subscribe to this podcast. Don't just stream. Don't just sit on the outside, um, even if, even if you miss episodes, that's totally fine. But if you subscribe, at least it helps us out too. All right. Leave a review too. If you, if you, if you mess with what we're doing here and you appreciate what we're trying to do here for, for, um, you know, artists who are grinding for the interview that we have on the podcast, the guests that we have, uh, for just the vibe that we're trying to create, the culture we're trying to help, um, leave a review, let people know what's up because when people look for new podcasts and they see your review, that shit carries weight. Like you may not think it does, but that shit carries weight. Cause I know myself, I listen to crazy amounts of podcasts and unless it was recommended to me directly by somebody, cause word of mouth is the strongest recommendation you can get. If it's not recommended to me, I'm going to go check the reviews and just see what people are saying. Now I know there's haters cause we got haters in our reviews. (laughs) There's, there's haters everywhere. But I also know that when I see haters, I know there's something there that's making that person so angry, excuse me, so angry that they're willing to leave a nasty review. That's not easy to make happen. So, when someone leaves a nasty review, I gotta see why. You know, not you know when there's certain reviews and they're like, oh, you know, I see some podcasts like, oh, the audio is bad, da 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 da. Um, that's a little more, you know, you know maybe the audio just is bad. But if you see people hating, that's, that means something. People don't just hate for nothing, right? You're doing something right. So, definitely leave a review if you could do that. It means a lot. Um, guys, I love you. Let's go ahead and get to this song. Designer, Boof, Boys, Boofy. Check him out on SoundCloud. Let me just, again, spell it out. B-O-O-F, B-O-Y-Z, B-O-O-F-Y. Go subscribe, go follow, go listen on SoundCloud, show the boys some love. All right, guys, we're out of here. And you know what it is. Always be kind, be great, keep dodging.